Hey ho everybody and welcome to Finito. The Myth to Movie podcast where each episode we look at a myth or legend from around the world and how this myth or legend has influenced the movies we know and love. I am your host Henry Finnegan putting the fin in Finito and each week I'll be joined by a guest to discuss this week's topic. As ever I'm joined by my co-host Amy. Good evening, sirs and say, ladies. I was going to say welcome back, but you haven't left. So that's I never the... left. <laughs> I'm always here, yeah. darling. So, so you're, you join me this week? To talk about the Loch Ness Monster. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, Nessie. Loch Ness. Yes, the famous Nessie. The famous Nessie? Yeah. Is there an unfamous Nessie? Yeah. Or an equally as famous yeah, Nessie? Yeah, Nessie works at the chip van in Glasgow. Oh, no, I mean, if, if even if you don't know the ins and outs of it, you've probably heard of the Loch Ness Monster from somewhere, from any... From, from anywhere. Any, from the media. Anyone who's Western society has heard uh, Loch Ness Monster. And even, I, I dare say, you know, Eastern society's probably heard of it. But Probably. Yeah. They have their own monsters. Well, that's the, we'll, we'll get onto that actually. Yeah. But the thing is, with with the Loch Ness monster, it sounds like it's a simple. Okay, here's the myth, and here's the legend. It's like those pictures, I love those pictures. Yeah, but of the, the, the little head poking out. Of head poking the, out. The yeah, the, the surgeon's photograph. Yeah. We're, we're, we're going to get onto. That. I like the fake ones, but and then the ones that they don't know. But let's not, let's not spoil it for the, for Sorry, the listeners. Yeah. So, but before we go into the, the story of the Loch Ness Monster, we've kind of got to understand what the Loch Ness Monster is. You mean the myth of it, which is the, the myth, whole point. The true myth, yeah, the whole point of the show, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's why we're here. <laughs> so Loch Ness, near Inverness, obviously in Scotland, is the place, but it's the, the, the myth or legend of a creature that lives in the Loch of Loch Ness. Mm-hmm. And it's been sighted and... And stuff, but the the origin of it, the the, the myth, or the, or the origin of the truth, <laughs> the origin of the truth, goes way back in uh, Celtic mythology. We've done a bit of a deep dive and gone back to gone back to. Why do you keep saying deep, deep dive? Deep dive, because it was a lock. Deep dive oh. into luck, I could not say. Oh dear. Anyway, it goes back to a, a folklore of the water horse. Mm-hmm. Now remember that name because it will may come up in the film section later. Mm-hmm. Hint, hint. Now the water horse in Celtic mythology is a mythical creature. Uh, Scotland has the water horse and Ireland and stuff, and even Wales has the. I'm going to butcher this. The Cefaldu, which is it means pretty much the same thing, and there's other things, but also Scotland has a Kelpie. A Kelpie? Yeah, that has a Kelpie, but sometimes the Loch Ness Monster is referred to as a Kelpie and a water horse. Moving we're going, on. Moving on, we're going to talk about, so a Kelpie is a, a shape-shifting water spirit. Now, in a previous episode, we mentioned the, in the sort of Irish mythology, uh, we mentioned a Selkie, which was a, a woman who could turn into a seal and stuff. Oh, we kind geez, of it's, so, it's so confusing. So a kelpie is a shape-shifting water spirit that inhabits locks or you know pools of water in Scotland, and has why been... specifically in Scotland? Well, because that's where the the, the tales come from. Oh, okay, so they could be anywhere. They could be anywhere. So well, they are. They pond. are. They are other places. But let's let me get into maybe that. a pond. There could be a kelpie in there. Well, the thing is, they're, they're usually described as appearing as a horse or having a horse's head and kind of in like, a pond in, 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 a, in a water, but like, like a, in that Guinness advert with yeah, the with but the, the horse. Yeah, that's, that's, that was inspired dun, dun, by kelpies. Dun, dun, dun. So, um, so inspiration. 
uh, advertising. Also, the, the Kelpie has the horse's, the horse's head, but also can adopt human form. So, like again, like the Selkie, Kelpie, Selkie, it's kind of the same thing. Anyway, the term water horse was originally the name, as I said, given to the Kelpie. Head of the horse, uh, front legs like a horse, and then webbed feet so it can swim, and a long whale-like tail when it's kind of in that form. Now, the term has been used for loads of different lake monsters, including the uh, a lake in Canada, mm. and there's apparently a, a, a sea monster the Opogogo. What? <laughs> the Opogogo. Um, is, 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 is also referred to as a Kelpie, and that's in Canada. But it's it's awfully, often mostly used for Scottish la- lakes or Scottish locks to refer to this. And also other names in this can be you know, Seahorse, uh, Hippocampus, which is the, the origin of... Not to be confused with a tiny, tiny seahorse. So now Obviously, you wouldn't be able to ride one of those, would you? Oh, that's very cute. Mm-hmm. But as I said, it... It can be also the, the term Kelpie. It can cause confusion because, as I said, sometimes it's referred to as a spirit that can turn into a human. Uh, sometimes people refer to them as living in rivers and fords and waterfalls. And then some authors fjords, fjords, and some authors have taken the creatures and you know put them in at sea, but they're not going at sea. Basically, there's something in the water that can change into stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and yeah. it's called something called Kelpie. But that's it's a sea monster when it's in the sea, not a block monster. Hang on. So are there freshwater and yeah, seawater fresh, yeah, kelpies? Fresh, yeah, yeah. So can these be distinguishable <laughs> in any way? Yeah, they're not called kelpies if they're at sea. Do they have as, different, as said, are that's, they different that's colours? That's what I'm saying. Or? It's really confusing about the different types of stuff. And even in their, their own, own legends and myths and stuff, it doesn't really make it's, much sense. It, it's not that complicated. It's sort of like, you know, like otters and sea otters, fresh water and then salt water. They're basically the same, just slightly different. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the same. So myth. It's, it's, quite, it's, it's, yeah, it's the same thing. Uh, kind of going back to Scotland, pretty much every loch in Scotland has a Kelpie myth tied to it. But why wouldn't it? Yeah, so I, I think... Some 19th century literature at the time showed that about 60 locks mentioned some sort of story about Basically, the though, you're living there, right? All you're surrounded by is a bit of heather, right? And a f- maybe a few trees and a lock. So these are your main story points. Mm-hmm. So in around the campfire at night, you've got no TV, no Sky, no Netflix, whatever, you know, hundreds of years ago. Someone's obviously going to make up... You're obsessed with like, ancient Netflix, aren't te- <laughs> Ancient Netflix. <laughs> it's that guy again so, coming over <laughs> telling that story. They are going to make up like tales even if they're not true well it's it's, it's a good about things in their surroundings that are creepy or do they bring up the, the tale as a warning to, no, to people I no think, so that leads, I me, think, that leads me on to this so no, one of the legends one of the legends of the kelpie or the water horse oh, not or, to drown. Or not, almost teach children a lesson one legend says that the the beast or the monster takes the pleasing form to lure in suspecting victims Especially, that especially like, children. Isn't that like yeah. mermaids? Yeah, to play with. Like, come play with me, come play with me. And once the unfortunate yeah. soul has then mounted the kelpie to ride the horse or whatever, mm-hmm. it would trap the victim and with a glue that it excretes from its skin. Ew! And it would nice. drag them down to the watery death, drowning them. They eat them? No, they just drown them. What's the point in that then? Well, it's, they it, not, I, so they're not That's food. what I'm saying. It was a metaphor as don't go and play in the water. Like, don't go and play oh, in so it. they're not killing yeah. them to but, eat but, them, no, just to yes. kill them. Another form that's of the, the kelpie nice. myth was that they took the form of a handsome young man who then targeted young women, similar to the Dracula myths. Society then used legends of, uh, to protect... I bet that was a real bloke. <laughs> 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 Just wandering around the locks. Hey, come, I, back, I, come back to me. 
my place. I think there was yeah. a real bloke. It wasn't a Kelpie. It was just a random man. Well, it's funny you say that because there's one particular tale from Barra, which I think is the island on the Outer Hebrides. Yeah. Yeah. It tells of a, a lonely Kelpie. <laughs> I'm all alone. And Aww. he transforms himself into a handsome young man again. And he wants to woo a pretty young maiden, determined for her to become his wife. But the... Hang on. A Kelpie and a human? Yeah. Again, it's like the Selkie thing that we mentioned uh, previously. But the girl knows that he's a Kelpie, and she removes a silver necklace. Now, apparently Kelpies, when they're seahorses, when they're water horse, they have their bridle on them. And when they turn into a human form, they have the bridle turns into a necklace. Oh, okay. So, and it's seen that this this is, is the thing that stops them, that helps them transform. So if you remove that, they transform back into a... bit like that in, spoiler, in, in Game of Thrones, you know, at the end when she takes her necklace off. Yeah. And that she, witch, yeah. and then she turns all old. Or, or the genie with his bracelets. The, the bracelets, bracelets yeah. or whatever. So she removes the, the bridle while he sleeps, and he reverts immediately back into his sort of horse-like form. And then she takes him to her father's what a farm. Shock. What a shock. Yeah, she takes her, takes him to her, her father, dad's farm, and they put him to, they get him to work on the farm for like a year. Oh jeez, that's just ah, slavery yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, poor, poor Kelpie. All, all he wanted was his end away with Aww. a human girl. And then gets put away. Anyway, anyway, at the end of that time, at the end of working for a year, girl then somehow manages to find a, a wise old man. It speaks to the wise old man, and he talks her into returning the silver necklace. Once she's transformed back into the good-looking bloke that she first met, he's given a choice that if he should be become an immortal Kelpie or become a mortal human. Oh, jeez, this just sounds like an episode and of then The he, Vampire he, Diaries. <laughs> well, you he, are a human now. He, oh, he, no, and then no, the Kelpie. Listen to this. Vampire. Listen, the Kelpie after being used as a slave this as a horse. This could be the new TV series yeah. that will hit like your screens in 2021. Yeah. HBO Kelpie cancelled after the first series. <laughs> um, More maybe. Yeah, anyway, he just turns around to her and he goes, "Well, if I was to stay a man, would you become my wife?" And Did she, she say yes. And she goes, "Yes." So then he turns into a human man. And the, they get married, and that's it. At least there was a happy. Hang on, wait, wait, wait. Was it her dad that made him a slave? Well, his How dad used him on the on? farm. How he didn't. I don't think he, he wasn't aware that he was a, ho- a horseman. <laughs> yeah, but still, the father-in-law was very, very mad. And yeah, but very the father-in-law wrong. didn't know he was a, ho- a horseman. She took him as anyway. So, still, the so, yeah. So uh, what I'm saying is that the, the tales aren't just of. You know, it's a little bit similar to the mermaid, a little mermaid tale. You know, wanting to like be, the wanting r- to be, element, yeah, wanting to be human and giving up their immortal life and stuff. Yeah. Who granted that? There, like this wise old man, apparently. Anyway, so traditionally, was, kelpies and water horses are seen as when they turn into a human, they're actually men most of the time. But a few stories describe female creatures. One tells of a, a really tall woman dressed in green with a, a withered appearance. Sounds like me. And she she over <laughs> she overpowers and drowns young. Men and boys. Oh, yep, so, definitely me. <laughs> but obviously, do not come near. Most of these, most of these tales were like passed on by word of mouth. And oh, they were just bored, you know. They were just making it up. Yeah, the, but the arrival of, of Christianity to Scotland in, I think, the sixth century resulted in a lot of the tales actually being written down by people who, like the monks and stuff, that were, would actually listen to these tales and start writing them down, start actually so recording them. You know, like we're talking about the Loch Ness monster, yeah. obviously. So the Loch Ness monster is a kelpie. So the Loch Ness monster. Well, it's origins of it. Yeah. So it's say it's a kelpie. So a part of the time it could just be a human wandering around. Yeah, and that could explain and then the why other part people of can't the time find it. It would be underneath the. Yeah, exactly. So that's why 
I see. People say, oh, we can't, the sonographs and or whatever, the, the scanning and stuff, can't find it because half the time it's a man or a woman walking around on the coast. But then another argument is that the lock is so deep and it has underwater yeah. caverns. Yeah, so we'll get onto that, we'll get onto that when we get onto the sightings. Different of things. So as I said, Christianity in the 6th century came in and started recording the myths and legends. And some accounts say that the Kelpie still retained its hooves when in human form. So you could tell that if it was uh, yeah. a horseback thing. But this has obviously pretty much been bastardised to fit into the, the realms of Satan. Oh, you yeah. Know, it's, it's a demon! Mm -hmm. So don't talk to the Kelpies and stuff. And and again, with a lot of the myths and legends that we've talked about previously, Christianity tries to shovel that in one box, doesn't it? It's like anything that's pagan is the devil. Yeah, so it's wrong. Even Robert Burns, poet. You know, it must be wrong. He wrote a poem in, in the Satanic Association as well. In his, I mean, it was addressed to the devil in 1786, and a little bit here. When froze dissolve the snorty horde and float the jiggling icy board, then water kelpies haunt the fjord. By your direction, anointed travellers are allured to their destruction. Oh, when won't dissolve the Thordy Horde. What's the Thordy Horde? The Thordy Horde? The Thordy Horde. <laughs> <laughs> and floating, lingering, icy broad. Oh, God, it's terrible. Yeah, it's, I thought it was quite a nice bit poetic thing, but he refers to him as, a, as as more of a demon than a spirit. Well, anything like people don't understand, usually they think it's bad, don't they? Yeah. That's like with anything. So anything. No, so obviously... Don't understand it? It's got to be bad. Yeah. It's the devil! It's the devil! Yeah. So, uh, obviously, that, that was just tales of, of the Kelpies, but then we actually started having recorded sightings of these okay. water horses and the Kelpies. Uh, water horse sightings have been reported since, you know, the 18th century, but it wasn't until, like, the 19th century that people actually started writing these down. So, in one of the earliest ones, in 1846, a, a man called Captain Christmas... Well, That's pretty good. A Captain Christmas of the Danish army. Was uh, he just Father Christmas, but he didn't really know? Anyway, he got lost on his way. No, he hadn't established his name. <laughs> He was like, oh, oh no! Am I a captain? Am I a father? I think this year I'm going to be a captain. Captain Christmas. There yeah, we go. Imagine him introducing himself. It was like, good evening. I am Captain Christmas. Christmas. No, I don't know what Christmas. his name is. He's Danish. Christmas. No, he's, he turns into Sean Connery for some reason. Well, Sean Connery would probably play him in a film, wouldn't he? Captain says, Christmas. Yeah, Hello, definitely. Have you seen any Kelpish? But with, <laughs> weirdly, I don't know why. I just Can, I have <laughs> Can I have sex with the Kelpish? <laughs> <laughs> I always get my way. That's a but terrible impression. I feel like he's saying that when he's on a submarine for some reason, <laughs> like with the with the little. But it's funny you mentioned the submarine and uh, Loch Ness. We'll uh, come on to that later. that film Red October? Yeah, Is he in that? Yeah. I remember him in that. Yeah, but the hunt, the hunt for the red red <laughs> kelpie. Is that what it was? I must find a kelpie so I can. <laughs> 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 That's, that's, that's what the Cold War was really about. <laughs> the, a the Russians. I heard of these sexy horse water people. A Kelpie covered in gold? I've seen this before. Covered in gold? Like and silk. No, like in Goldfinger. Oh, okay. okay. Goldfinger! Anyway, we, we, we divert. Kelpie. So, <laughs> Captain Christmas of the Danish Army reported seeing a sight, sighting in 1846. Of the Loch Ness Monster? Of a, of, of a creature that he didn't know what it was. In the loch? He described it as an enormous long-necked beast pursuing a school of dolphins. Oh, okay. Somewhere between Iceland oh. Faroe Islands. Okay. And he described the creature as having like a horse-like head and a neck as thick oh. as a man's waist, but moved gracefully as a swan. A neck as thick as a man's waist? Yeah. What? <laughs> oh my God! It's as thick as yeah. a man's waist! That's really thick, isn't it? So, so what did you see <laughs> moving <laughs> in the water? 
Like, could you please describe it? Uh, of course, it, uh, it had the, the head of a horse and uh, the neck as thick as a man's waist. And its nose was the size of me foot. <laughs> and its bottom was the size of me hand. And its toe was like my young... Uh, anyway. So, a couple but of years... that's in the sea. That's yeah, not that yes, much that's in the sea, but that's, yeah, but it's a it's a sea oh, monster yeah, to tie together. So on the on August the sixth, eighteen forty eight, a couple Very of years specific, later, specific. Yeah, a Royal Navy Corvette HMS. I don't know a how Corvette, a car. Yeah, uh, Corvette's like a small warship, like one of those coast coastal things. Does things. it look like a car, like Knight Rider? <laughs> no, it's like, more like what was hello. that? What was that TV show <laughs> with the Knight Rider boat? Oh yeah, Knight <laughs> Rider boat. No, that was Knight Rider. He was just a boat. No, he wasn't. He was. <laughs> he didn't turn into a boat. He did turn into a no, boat. No, something else. Anyway, we're getting, we're getting, we're getting off track. I'm sure. So, I need to know. A Royal Navy Corvette, uh, HMS Day Dallas, I think that's how you pronounce it, and noticed, it? Uh, noticed an unusual looking animal that was swimming next to the ship. And this uh, is as thick as a man's waist. <laughs> well, he described <laughs> it as a sea serpent that was about four foot long. It had a four foot long neck, sorry, and its head was long as well. And it was reported to have no visible like flippers or, or tail or anything. So the head was just poking out the water. How long did he say it's... So basically he said there was a four foot head sticking. How long did he say its head was? Did he say, give, did he give a measurement? Yeah, it was like six, six inches long. Yeah, really? Yeah. How could he see that it was that long? I don't know, maybe he's really, Matthew, you know, pulling in the boats and stuff, is really good at doing that, so he can judge distance and stuff. Oh. So anyway, later... Flippers? <laughs> later in 1883, a two-horse-headed beast, one apparently uh, larger than the other, it was reported off the south, southern coast of Panama, and crew of an American whaler ship reported that it was 20 feet long, oh. and it creatures submerged. And it was brown with black speckles on it, and it had four flippers that seemed to divide into two parts, impl implying like a whale-like creature. <laughs> Sounds really weird. <laughs> and, I want to meet this thing. Anyway, a second a creature that looked similar to it appeared in the same year off the Bristol Channel, and the creature was reported of having leaving a greasy sn snail-like trail behind it. So it's just a big. <laughs> giant oh, yeah. oh no, the giant stale! But the first modern discussion of the sightings of a strange creature was actually obviously Loch Ness. Who saw it first? Was originally in 1870, so it was actually in Loch Ness before, but it wasn't actually, the person's account wasn't actually published until 1930. So who Phil. saw it first? So that was Dr. Mackenzie. Okay. Claimed to have seen something wriggling and churning in the water. As Is I said. It? I said he 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 mentioned this in 1870, but it wasn't actually published until 1934. But it, research also showed that people have newspapers did actually talk about sightings of these water horses before. But the what best they're going to do up there. Pardon? What else they're going to do up there in Scotland? <laughs> but the best known <laughs> best known article that first like attracted global attention was in 1933, an article by Alex Campbell, a water bailiff for Loch Ness. A water bailiff. He just go. Does he get people out of the? <laughs> get what? out the lock. Does he what? Water bailiff. Well, it's just a, a law officer. So it's it's like the um, water police. Yeah, like a, a, a lock police, like a coast guard, but for lock for locks. Maybe someone PC like, lock. Anyway, so a water bailiff for Loch Ness and a journalist. Oh, I literally, literally like saw a vision of ITV making a drama called The Water Bailiff. <laughs> In, uh, literally Coming this with Martin Clunes. <laughs> Martin Clunes. <laughs> he moves to Loch Ness to become <laughs> the water bailiff. Yeah, no, no, it's not that happy. I think yeah. it has a sinister tone. <laughs> and then he discovers what, what secrets will he discover? The Loch Ness monster. <laughs> What's that? Is that supposed to be like a cello? A cello. <laughs> the water bailiff. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so he 
If the, if but anyone it, it, sees but, a program now, they yes. would have stolen. Yeah, we we we've got the rights to it. Yes. Trademark. Okay, so as I said, nineteen thirty-three. Alex Campbell, but it's a part-time journalist and a water bailiff, so he's probably got a lot of time on his hands and he's making stuff up anyway. He discussed the sighting uh, by Aldi uh, Mackay, uh, who saw this enormous creature with a body of a whale rolling in the water. The luck, while well, Aldi oh. and her husband. John would um, <laughs> driving along the A eighty two in thirty three and so, and the, the word monster was first reported applied to Campbell's oh. article so that's where the Loch Ness monster first got its first name. This was tied also to so this Aldi Mackay <laughs> their their account was that the creature distorted itself and it was rolling and going <laughs> and its body resembled a whale obviously it disappeared and then it made a massive wave that looked like a passing steamer. Basically, so, so it was it, big enough. It must have been a big thing, or and yeah. A, and apparently, in a, an article that was published in 2013, Mackay said that she'd actually apparently yelled, "Going stop the beast!" Are you joking? Um, yeah, and obviously, this article then hit newspapers, and then it had a spout of people like saying they'd seen the beast of the. So it became so. sort of a thing, really. And yeah. then it became a tourist and, and attraction. And the accounts reached me, and it was like sort of this monster fish, sea serpent, yeah. dragon, and then eventually the Loch Ness monster. And there's so many like photos. Yeah, there's there? hoax, and there's this the surgeon's famous photograph of Loch Ness poking its yeah. head. I'm, I'm making my hand look yeah. like the shape of it at the moment. Obviously, like you can't see it. But, but yeah, so there's millions of photographs, and loads of them have been disproved. Been some of them and haven't, like and even some people have even admitted to faking on themselves and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think there was an April Fool's Day joke that someone actually filmed a lot this month, and it was revealed to be a tourist thing. Anyway, it's a big tourist uh, pull to the Loch now. Mm -hmm. Even if you got there, and you actually go on Loch Ness monster tours, and they'll take you around on the boat to hopefully see the Loch Ness monster. And stuff I wonder like if they like have any animatronics, like just go, oh, is it? The oh no, is it? I don't know. Uh, but this, uh, but, but not just the Loch Ness monster, the Kelpie have had a massive influence on Scotland there's the famous uh, statues of the Kelpies which is two giant metal horses heads cool. in, in, in Scotland right on the canals uh, like a, a lock that you actually go under it's something it's almost something fair like the never-ending story when they go under those giant statues yeah, it, it feels like that so it has a, a mass massive influence on, on, on the culture and stuff so obviously this is the point where we talk about the Story. films. Sorry. Yeah, the <laughs> films, it's influenced and stuff. Sadly, that's not one of them, I don't think. But. What, the never-ending story? I don't, you could probably Everything has influenced a never-ending story. Everything happens in that film. So the first one of the first films that we could find that referenced the Loch Ness Monster, or about the Loch Ness Monster, was the 1934 film directed by Milton Rosemere, The Secret of the Loch. Yeah, uh, this was a batty Scottish professor attempts to prove that the Loch Ness Monster is real, but everyone thinks he's crazy. Meanwhile, a young reporter attempts to get the scoop on the story, and hilarity ensues. Mm -hmm. It's not, not I great. would love to see this. Uh, I wouldn't, yeah, wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't go out of the way. Anyway, uh, several years later, 30 odd years later, there was the classic What a Whopper! Oh dear. <laughs> 1961, directed by Gilbert Gunn, starring Sid James of Carry, really? on, Carry on Fame, oh. and a guest appearance by Spike M uh, Milligan. Lovely. And yeah, it's just, it's almost, it's just an out and out comedy. Uh, a writer mm -hmm. attempts to raise some money by writing a book about the Loch Ness Monster. No publisher takes it because the rumours are real. 
So uh, him and his friends fake a monster and take some photographs and travel to Scotland to see if they can fool the locals. Nice. Uh, and jokes are plenty. And this is where it starts getting a little bit interesting, going back to what you were saying about submarines. Mm. It was The Private Life of Sherlock Holmes, 1970, directed by Billy, Billy Wilder and starring, oh, starring Robert Stevens and one. Christopher Lee. Oh, I remember yeah. this one. Uh, aboard Holmes eagerly takes the case of Gabrielle Valdon after an attempt on her life. The search for a missing husband leads to... The Loch Ness Monster! The Loch Ness, yeah, Loch Ness Monster. Oh, the Loch Ness. To, to and, Loch Ness! Yeah, and, to the Loch Ness Monster! <laughs> yeah, which ultimately leads him to the monster. The monster is seen, oh, but then it's revealed to be a miniature submarine in disguise. Uh, isn't this in another film as well? Uh, well, the same plot has been used in loads of different cartoons. Yeah, yeah. We could have had a list of like Bugs Bunny. And oh my God, I just had like a flashback. You know that last episode where he's drowning in the submarine? That's not anything to do with anything, is it? <laughs> that one that's a, a hobbit what, who, who? Mary no is it Pippin what do you mean from Lost the he TV dies? show Lost yeah you know when he dies in the submarine no he's not in the submarine he's in the not Penny's boat the he Penny, writes something that was the peak of the Lost TV show yeah. not Penny's boat and then he dies yeah yeah and that's when the show became rubbish but no oh. that was on the underground that's nothing to do with it's anything it's nothing to do with the Lost sorry I, I don't know why but, okay, so then we move on to this hilarious film, 1981, The Loch Ness Horror. Ooh. And it's directed by Larry Bouchana. Uh, starring Bushanana. starring Sandy Kenyon. I don't think anyone has heard of these. And Barry Bouchana, so it must be. Is that his brother? Message. It must be. So uh, loads of people in this in the plot are dying of mysterious deaths in the dark waters of Loch Ness. Other mysteries are held within the Loch as well. They find a monster's egg and an insane scientist who, who wants to this exploit it. This is a monster's egg! Yeah, there's also some sunken Nazi plane nearby that <laughs> holds the, is the, la the lair for the monster. And the military Blame the Nazis! It's it's incoherent nonsense. The, the poster is the only thing that good that came out of this film. But you know what, Henry? Sometimes you need a bit of incoherent. Yeah, nonsense. but it's it's one of these it's one of those hilarious films where it's you know if you watch it while drunk with a couple of friends, it's probably. I think it's, that would be the special best. effects are terrible. And actually, the director Larry Buscemi had a reputation for making really bad films and actually called himself Schlockmeister. He he made he once made a film called The Attack of the Eye Monsters. So oh, that you, sounds you, nice. You can kind of see his level of, of quality. And there, the film's famous for poor special effects. A story that meanders all over the place. They used California instead of Scotland. What? <laughs> so obviously, it's not going for the. I love when they did film. that. You know, in Austin uh, Powers, when they used, they said it was England, and it was like it was like the yeah, it was obviously <laughs> California. Just, and also, he, yeah, he used his entire family, so that was his brother uh, to, to star in the film. So basically, all these films are people go to the lock, and then they either try and prove there's a lot this monster. Lock, lock yeah, it monster. turns out to be fake. Or, 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 or it's, it's real fake, and it eats Or it's them. real and it eats them. You know what this reminds me of? What is that film called when there's a big massive crocodile? Is it Lake Placid? Lake Placid. I like really like that film. That film's always on like ITV2 at a random time I think they made several, several. And I like the first one, the first yeah, one. Yeah, the that Yeah, I love that film. It's just crazy. And then the, the, the crocodile is just massive. It's basically Jaws with a, a, a crocodile in a, a lock instead of... Yeah, yeah, but it's just... Oh, it's great. I don't know why it's great. I think it's because like everyone knows there's like a big thing in there that will kill you. And they're just like on a boat going, la, 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 la. La, la, oh no, someone's been eaten! <laughs> I mean, there wouldn't be a film otherwise, there would there? So. Yeah, I suppose. Anyway, when I say Loch Ness film, do you have any film that comes to mind? That one where there's that little girl. Yeah, so the 
1996 <laughs> Loch Ness starring Ted Danson. It was a 90s one. And, and Jolie Richardson, where it was actually it was meant to be a TV movie, but apparently the. It's kind of like a TV movie. The studio was so pleased with it, they were paid for it to go out to the cinema. Oh. But yeah, so Ted Danson plays an American scientist called Mr. Dempsey. <laughs> Uh, who is trying to disprove the existence of... Because there's a Mr. Dempsey in Downton Abbey. There you go, connected. (laughs) But he he later finds... He tries to disprove the Loch Ness Monster, only to later disprove his own evidence when he comes to recognise that the monster is best left alone to survive by itself. Okay, were any of these actually filmed at Loch Ness? So this was actually filmed at... This one was. Apparently. But the others were. But it's got rubbish rubbish Scottish accents in it, but has some sort of mid-90s charm to it. Yes. And it has that little the little girl who says to him when they go to that cave, you have to believe in it, Mr. Dempsey, before you can see it. <laughs> yeah, that's the, pretty much go the only thing I can it. remember. But yeah, it's if, if, it, if it's on a Sunday and it's on and you've got nothing else to do. Yeah, it's all right. It's okay, but it's completely forgettable, isn't it? Yeah. So, so as I, I said, it was, remember that last bit. It was a TV movie that was... Had delusions of grandeur. Oh, don't be too harsh. But moving on to something else that's terrible. <laughs> in 2001, there's a film called Beneath Loch Ness. Ooh. Or in some, some areas, so if you're in the States, I think it's called The Evil of Loch Ness. Ooh. But, <laughs> but it was directed by Chuck Kaminsky, which is a little bit weird because this is his own only director's role. And he's a visual effects artist who's worked on Avatar and other successful films. Maybe this was going to be his breakthrough movie where he became a director. Yeah, but it, it also... Didn't work. Did it work out? No, no. no. It did. Well, no, he, he did for a VFX artist because he's working on big name films. But... Yeah, but isn't it, is there a big difference between being a director and an effects artist? Yeah, I suppose so. Anyway, this stars Patrick Bergen of Sleeping with the Enemy fame and Patriot uh, Games, you know, the husband from Sleeping with the Enemy. Oh, him! Yeah, so... He's evil. Yeah, he's very evil. But in this, the legendary Loch Ness Monster terrorises a lake in Scotland and Patrick Bergen comes out of, to kill it. Oh, God. There's terrible acting, terrible accents, there's a terrible CGI monster and it's not filmed at Loch Ness. All the costumes are wrong and stuff. Don't and you think, In like... the trailer, it has, the, it says, at Loch Ness... The legend is alive. <laughs> and it's, it's possibly the worst experience of your life okay. if, you, if you're going to watch it. I'd rather watch The Sleeping with the Enemy, which I actually enjoy. That's a good film. Again and it's again, terrifying. to remind myself that Patrick, Patrick Bergen has been in something. Yeah, he's not that. He's quite a good sinister actor, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, he was quite sinister. I was going to say, like, why is every single film like? against the luckless monster. Yeah. Like, it's like the it, government are trying to cover something up. I'm not being funny. <laughs> but apart from like someone going on the lake and maybe getting killed, that's all it's done. Like, you go into like um, Consider- you consi- go into the African, you know, wilderness, you'll probably get killed by something. So you go into the territory of an animal you know, it's obviously no one knows what it is. It's yeah, obviously an ancient something. Considering or what the the legend was actually based upon, but it's, the, uh, even sightings of it, earliest sightings, they always refer to it as a monster. Yeah. Like they looked at it. Yeah, it was different. It was a beast of a man. Yeah, but it was different. <laughs> its neck was the size of the man's waist. Yes, <laughs> it was different, but. It, just because they didn't know what it was, it's automatically referred to as a monster, and that's pretty much unfair, to be honest, isn't it, really? Yeah, but it's like everything that they didn't know. It's like sea monsters and 
one of things that you don't like, understand. I'm sure, I'm sure when someone first saw an oh, elephant, they went, we went oh, there's a, there's a big yeah, grey monster over there. Things that you don't understand automatically seem to be Yes, this is frightened monsters. of the unknown, isn't it? It's frightened of the unknown. But that's just pathetic. That is like a really down... This is the part of human nature that I do not like. We'll, we'll, we'll come back to that in a second, actually. So keep, keep, keep that trend for... We'll I am on the, the side of, of the lot <laughs> We'll do the rest of the films. But I've noticed another trend with these films is that, it's as you said, it's it's either fake. It's either fake. It's it to be fake. It's evil. It's a trend of it. So like on a more light-hearted note, Scooby-Doo in 2004... Did an anim animated film called Scooby Doo and the Loch Ness Monster, um, directed by Scott Geralds and Joe Sitata. Uh, the gang travels Scotland for Daphne's cousin, and oh. the legendary monster terrorizes them. It turns out to be a fake monster, and the gang reveal the dastardly plan. But the film oh, ends at the very end, at leaving Blake Castle, and shows Scooby Doo seeing the real Loch Ness Monster. Oh, I do. <laughs> but. As with those weird Scooby Doo movies, they always have like rock music played over chase scenes. Yeah. And there's a chase scene in this where the Loch Ness Monster chases Scooby and Shaggy around Blake Castle cool. while rock music plays. Oh, this is it's, actually uh, a film I want to see. <laughs> well, it's, it's worth just seeing that scene, to be honest. Coming on to the last film that I wanted to mention, and it was, it's pretty much going back full circle to where we came from. Oh, so, yeah. so, where did we start? With the Water Horse and the Kelpies, didn't we? Oh, yeah. So, we end with 2007's The Water Horse Legend of the Deep. Oh, okay. Directed by Jay Russell, starring Emily Watson uh, and David Morrissey, who is the uh, uh, he was the governor in Walking Dead, and so you might know from that. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that that one. And also Brian Cox, you know, from X Men Two and countless other films. Who was he in X Men Two? He's Strider. X Men Two. Now, come oh, come with he, me, Logan. Oh, when he's kind of like pinned to that wall at the end, and he's like, "Yeah, we'll never find out who you are." Yeah. And he's like, "I don't care because you're gonna get crushed by a big reservoir of water in a sec." That guy. And also, just yeah, just leaves the disabled son to die. And anyway, we won't go into that. A disabled son to he's die. He's got. He's uses his son. Doesn't he? As the mutant in that one. Oh, anyway, yeah. This has to pretend to be that girl. No, that... but he's using his mutant son yeah. as, as part of it. But anyway, it's not, this has got oh, nothing to do with it's the so, Kelpies. It's so like, hypocritical, isn't it? Anyway, Brian Cox is in this film. Anyway, so a young boy discovers an egg. I should do, yeah. Uh, belonging to the legendary Celtic creature, the Water Horse. Oh, okay. And he names it Crusoe after Robinson Crusoe. Okay. Eventually, he's forced to release the water horse into... Where does he release it? Ah, oh, so that's where it comes from. Into Loch Ness. And the world begins to notice of its existence. Oh, that's quite a nice yeah. story. So, it's, so what I like about this is it's actually connecting the original myth to the modern myth of Loch Ness. Mm -hmm. So the original myth of the water horse and the Kelpies with the tale of the Loch Ness, which is quite a thing. It's, it's overly... CGI'd and, and, and stuff in it as well. Mm -hmm. But it's it still has, as I said, it, at least it respects the myth that it came from. And this is actually based on a book by Dick Kingsmith, I think it is. It actually includes a scene that suggests the surgeon's photo, which we mentioned earlier oh, yeah. of, the, of, the, of the picture, even though it wrongly depicts it as 1942. It was actually before that. It wasn't a hoax. It was a restaging of, of oh, a genuine okay. situation. So it kind of ties all those myths and legends together. This connects with Lake Placid as well. Do you know how? How does this connect with because Lake Placid? Because that little kid had an egg and released it into the water. In Lake Placid, they find out that the old woman at the end of the lake has these tiny little... Oh, yeah, and she's been feeding yeah, tiny little crocodiles that she released, and she says, "Oh, I feed them a cow every day," and then and then they discover that you know she yeah, doesn't yeah. eat her eventually. 
I think it does, yeah. which is really poor form on so you, the yeah. monsters behind. You heard it here, people. Uh, Lake Placid, Loch Ness confirmed. So that that brings us to the end of the film segment. So this is the part where we talk about if how do we think it's real. So what do you think? Do you think the water horse Kelpies, Loch Ness monster, do exist, do or do they, they did they exist once and then now don't exist do anymore? Do you think or they exist? Are they shapeshifters? And turn into what? people and have learned to hide themselves yeah. from the modern day camera, oh. or or was it just a clever way of uh, keeping kids away from drowning well, what and strangers? Think, what do you think? Well, I'd like to believe that there was some sort of a horse creature in the water that yeah, people used to ride. Stuff. A horse. <laughs> <laughs> or as other people have said, that it was a dinosaur that hides in some sort of cavern mm, underneath, uh, underneath the water. There's a lot of there's a lot of things that we don't know about, like the natural world. You know, there's always that saying that we know more about the sky than we about the you know the sea and whatever so there could easily be something that lives like really deep beneath oh you know like monster trucks that film which everyone should watch they discover like <laughs> they, dis they discover monsters deep within like the stretches of water that are deep within the ground like underwater lakes i completely forgot about that film and yeah. that that's kind of like the same thing like they they find those things they didn't know they were there before so there could be there are you know See, we've, there, we've, that's a reasonable argument that there could be a creature that only comes up every so often. See, I, I, I or I, gets lost and comes up. So you know, like in the Thames when something floats into the Thames, and you're like, oh, that's there. Yeah, or like that's a, not a, usually a whale, there. A whale or a dolphin. Or yeah, they into. have. Yeah, and they're like, oh, that's not usually there. And then it goes away or it dies. Um, like that humpback well, whale. Well, that's what I was saying. With the the rate that the humanity kill and it make it creatures extinct, even in our own lifetime, animals that, that were alive when we were born are no longer existing in there. I think that you know creatures like this could have possibly existed back in the day well, when I'm these been more abundant then. Yeah, and when these towers started, and the fact that like humanity just used to go and kill. I don't stuff think in I agree with the whole humans killing everything argument. That's just true. I don't believe in the shape shifting horse people. I I think that I'd like yeah <laughs> I'd, I'd like. To to believe in some kind of shape shiftingness, but they just all kind of brings me back to supernatural that series and everything's shifting and I just don't believe in that sort of thing. But I think there is a possibility of being a creature that's like we can't really imagine that lives somewhere else and comes up for a while maybe. Okay, so on the fence with that? Yeah, Possibly. I don't but then in itself is it mythical because we haven't discovered it yet. We yeah, might... we don't we don't understand it yet. But... Well basically like like everything, like we we discover something and we just slap a name on it. You know, an elephant, did they choose to become <laughs> to call that? Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, okay, I think this is going on a bit. <laughs> no, but what I'm trying to say is like, and then we, we look at the behaviour of like certain species, but then we put them into the box of that behaviour. But like human behaviour deviates between different yeah, or humans. Yeah, all the platypus. So like, everything's like It's based, a mammal that lays eggs. Yeah, everything's based on a concept. Like, we believe only life exists with water and oxygen. but And then we look at different planets and we're and like that hasn't got water and oxygen, so, so no, life cannot so, be there. Yeah. So what you're saying is that we're trying to comprehend a creature that could possibly exist in a different in a different sort of parameters. state and needing yeah. different sort of things. Yeah, which could be an answer not for based a lot on of, our lot, carbon. Lot you know, of the stuff that we're talking about. Lot yeah. of the creatures and stuff. But I'm, then I'm, in itself, that's kind of like a mystery in itself, isn't it? Really. It's a mysterious thing. Yeah. yeah. Mythical. But Mysterious. So saying that, out of all the films that we've mentioned, from your picture interest from any of the films, which one would you like to go back and watch? The Scooby-Doo one I want to watch because I haven't watched that. 
that would be brilliant. Has it got like Sarah Michelle Gellar and no, Freddie Prince Jr.? No, it's an animated. Oh no! I wanted it to be a real one no, with those guys in animated. it. They only yeah. made two of those. I still like them. they're terrible, but I would watch them. Yeah, I'd like to rewatch that one with the little girl with this. Well, I, 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 I think I would actually. I, I haven't. I watched it once when it came out, but the Water Horse. I think I might go back and watch that just yeah. knowing a little bit more about kelpies and stuff now. That was 2007. Yeah. So I think we'd do another film yeah. about the yeah, Loch Ness monster. Yeah. Yeah. It should be, you know, starring Gerard Butler and some other woman. Well, there was there was a couple of films as afterwards. A, as a rogue scientist. There was a couple, there was a couple of films afterwards. Uh, I think there was one 2016 that was called Nessie and Me, but. It was. It sounds like a children's. Yeah, it, it was a children's film, and it, and it had little connection to the original myth anyway. So, so um, we've come to the end of the show. If you'd like to get in contact with us about today's episode or any of our previous episodes, please email heyhofanito at gmail.com or, or if you have any sightings of any mysterious kelpies, if you have a photograph of a thing, yeah. please send it into. The oh, show. I still couldn't find my photograph of the leprechaun. Like I couldn't find it. Anywhere. <laughs> We're still waiting for people to email yeah. in for that one. But yeah, if you do have any photographs of the Loch Ness monster or any other of water horses from around the world, please email in. Or you just can just anything that looks hilarious in water. I'd like to see anything. Uh, no, that's, that opens a bad door that we don't want. But anything <laughs> hilarious. No, I mean in water. like a creature. Or, yeah. Not like something <laughs> rude. Or you can follow me at Henry Finnegan on Instagram and Twitter. Also, we've had a couple of people leave some ratings and reviews on various websites. If you'd like to leave us a rate and review. Um, it helps us more than you, so please do. Hopefully, see you next week for the next next episode. Indeed. I've been Henry Finnegan. And I've been someone obscure. <laughs> hey ho, finito. Hey-ho, finito. Hey-ho, finito. Hey-ho, finito. Hey-ho, finito. Have you seen any kelpish? Can I have sex with the kelpish? <laughs> <laughs> I always get my way.